Hi, and welcome to a chat with Eve and Odie. I am even more. I am a writer, a speaker, a spiritual life coach. And my friend Odie, who I've known for many years, Odie Aquosa, is a shaman, an artist, and a healer with an MA in social work. He's currently working with clients privately. So at the end of the interview, I'll obviously pass his details on. So if you want to get in contact with him, you can. And he's doing PhD research at the School of Education and Social Work at Sussex University. He's the creator of the Sixth Sense Continuum, which is basically a healing modality, but he'll go into all the different complex aspects of the uh, Sixth Sense with us today. But it has a physical representation of this psycho-spiritual healing modality. He's currently researching the effects of what I call disenfranchising symbology and its impact in around Brighton and historically. So today we're going to be hearing a little from Odie about his background, how he moved from shaman to academic, um, how he decided on his research, and also clearly what the interview is about is about the Sixth Sense continuum itself. So let me just read you a little bit before uh, I welcome Odie. Uh, the Sixth Sense Continuum of Collective Self. The Sixth Sense Continuum of Collective Self, here and after referred to as the Sixth Sense Continuum, is a visual and interactive representational framework that draws on scientific research, technological, indigenous, and other knowledge systems to guide individuals and groups of people to process information they receive consciously and unconsciously which may inversely impact on their behavior and life choices. Their life experiences, the school system, oh, sorry, information we humans receive through the media, cultural and historical sources. Life experiences, school systems, government and politics is stored in our psyche. Much of the information about the world and about humanity may not be accurate or factual. Yet it often engenders mistrust, tension, and conflict among people. And he wishes to posit, that's Odie, that in order for us to live in harmony and appreciate one another, it is necessary for us to cultivate trust and to trust one another while believing in ourselves. So welcome, Odie. Thank you, Eve. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wow. Yes. <clears throat> so it's very good to have you here. So I wanted to, I've read this, uh, this condensed, the condensing of the work of the continuum, but I want to give the listeners and viewers a little background into you. And so can you tell us all a little bit about how you came to be living in Brighton, keep it short and sweet, uh, how you've transitioned from shaman to artist to academic, uh, give us a little taste of what makes Odie Odie. Yes, uh, thank you very much. I'll try and make it short and simple, but it, so you have to be a process. So it all started like I used to be, I made clothes design living in Switzerland and that. And then from 1997, I started to have uh, an inner awakening or the ancestors talking to me through symbols. I started to, 
to change, I start to, to ask questions. Who am I making this clothes for? It's only for the rich people. And then 1990, and then I have to travel back to Nigeria. That ancestor is calling me that something is, the past is conflicting with the present. I didn't know that until when I arrived home in Nigeria, in this, uh, my state is Onitia, uh, Nigeria, who has really long, long contact with the British since 1853. So then we have this group, they call the Bakasi people coming up. And the government recruit government contracted them to to fight crime and they say they have special powers with their machete they can be able to dictate criminals and things i just went ballistic wow this is the past this is the whole system of slavery how mm. people were enslaved and sold with all the lies of the gods and then i started to write to fight with my friends and and then eventually i was taken in and tortured so coming over to live here because I always believe that it takes you to tango because I believe that the British not actually giving us space or them telling us their own truth as being part of the slavery, giving them our religion is causing more problem, which allows the old ways still going on in different levels. So this I see, and that is why then I contacted Amnesty International, came up here. Then I came up to London, that was... Um, 2000, 2001, they moved down to Brighton 2002 because London become, what I found in London, um, that even the governor that paid for these people has a house in London. And then again, I had a stillbirth, uh, uh, seven months. Uh, that triggered a kind of uh, panic attack started happening and, and the torture that I went home, I suffered in Nigeria, started coming. It became so... Yeah, I became very confused and all those things very stressful. Then I then I, I wrote to the um to um to the medical foundation to help me come move to Brighton. That is how I moved to Brighton to the sea, because I always believed with nature and how I could heal. So I move into Brighton, then I have to talk to my ancestors. Going there becomes so difficult for me to leave. Then I have to approach the doctor. What help me? I need psychologists. I need to talk to people about this. Then before that, then I had a psychologist who have actually helped me how to do breathing exercise when I have panic attack. When I remember when when I wake up quick and do this, so that really helped. But I realized that it's not like realizing that this is my journey that I need to have conversation with the medical because I have something to offer them and they have something to offer me. So that's how I get into the mental health to say, oh, the use of I said, no, I'm the ancestors. And then I have to call my ancestors to come and help me. And so this is how in my dream, I, I, I became, I became um, a stag with the big horns and the big sword. And then I, I, then, then I fought them, they, they all run away. I woke up, wow. Then the next day I went down to the sea I went to the antique shop in Joy Street in Brighton, and then I saw this sword, Sudanese sword. Then I bought it for 280 pounds. And then I made a sculpture of the of the of the of the uh, of the yeah, of the animal with it. I wore them. So since then I never had any panic attack again. But what started, it opened up more deeper insight of my past, the ancestors, the world, the slavery, understanding all these energies. So I know I had different kind of things that then developed art after the carving. I started painting because I've never been a painter. I started 
using different different kind of work like blacksmithing, wood carving, anything my hand can can touch. And so then I start to learn how I communicate with elements to create something that I can put energy, I can put information, information as stars in symbols, and then you can use them to move, it become a transport. So all these things now, then getting that involved, I have to go to university, or the University of Brighton, the, the, the social sciences, because I wasn't thinking about, but when I was doing this and I had a social worker, sorry, I jumped, I had a social worker who was so good with me and who understand who really, who uh, not working with me, who go to universities and may um, do kind of workshop or mental health and, and, and hearing voices and the tools I share. But what we learned that people are not open to seeing African indigenous kind of understanding using stones to understand the, the voices and heal. So so all these things, so that pushed me to get into education because if I could be able to interpret this to bridge, if I can bridge it back, because I know I know what I'm doing, but I have to share it. So how can I share this thing? So I did social sciences degree at University of Brighton. If you say I can do social, all the things I can say, I'm doing social things. I've already set up a, a mental health project in Brighton since 2005 that's still going on today. So I said, let me do social work. As a social worker, is what I did for six years. And then I just, but while I was doing social work, I was experiencing institutional, experiencing different, different kind of things. But again, are they racist? No. But they're good people. I became so confused trying to, do they actually know who they are? But one example was that when I told one of my managers then that he's making me feel like I'm in a boarding school. He said, oh, is that what he, he made? Oh, he said, I'm really, really sorry. And we started talking and some people don't actually know how they, because the position, then I start to coin this word, like psychosocial visual wage. Like the British around them, they feel so powerful. The, the, the architecture, the monuments, they don't see how that makes them feel strong. Then I start to understand deeper. And that is how I come to see how my ancestors become here because the, the, uh, the stag that came to me was the ancestors of this place because it's the indigenous ancestors. So come indigenous because they're so fluid. But my ancestor, they will come with a snake because as a healer that uh, peels, peels of the skin, the, 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 the heart, the, yeah, the stag peels of the of the horns too. So it's a transformation. That's how I understand that transformation through the symbol. So then I start to create the sixth sense. So the sixth sense. So that is when I start to understand the receptor. I start to understand what I've been receptive, what I've been taught and teach. Okay, so I'm gonna stop you there because it's that's a lot. And that's uh, a lot of valuable information. And I want us to specifically go into the continuum and break down each step. The first one that you've mentioned is the receptor. But just to, for me and maybe for the audience to, what I hear is this journey, this transition that you've been on and that you've been working towards has seemingly as chaotic as it seemed at times from uh the torture or just moving from more material focus from the designer and then feeling having this spiritual awakening that somehow led you back home to experience uh, extreme violence but that violence that you experienced triggered something in you of awareness of patterns so this reminds me of of slavery I'm learning something here and then you come here and and you're trying to find your way here but 
life, your ancestors is taking you on a journey that you can't see at the time. But every step from doing the workshops to having the social workers and the doctors supporting you to move, it's telling you about the structure of the system, but there's also issues within the system, preparing you again, preparing you again for the next stage, but you can't see it because you're in it, you're in the midst of it. And then you're coming to this place of, okay, well, I need to uh, begin to understand this system more effectively. I need to be uh, a member of the system and go down the academic route with support of others in order to really have a full sense of all aspects of the system, whether it's indigenous, whether it's ancestors, spiritual, psychological, whatever it is that you are having this awakening is pushing you to your next step that led you to the research uh, that you're doing now and also led to the sixth sense continuum. If we can look at it as an overview of a, not only a spiritual journey, but a psycho-spiritual journey and that everything that you went through was for a purpose and a reason. And for each audience member or viewer to tie that into their own life experience and see how what looks like chaos and trauma and difficulty and hardship can be uh, a sign that something is moving in your life, pointing you in the right direction. So I really want to thank Odie for breaking that down and, and allowing us to have a glimpse into uh, how he's become the man he's become. And I had a quick question, actually. So when you said you, you had the stag and you went out and bought the swords, and what was the other thing that you bought? Well, the stag, then, uh, then I went to battle and found this wood, battle near Hastings. And oh, that's right. Then I found a stag. For me, it's a symbol. So, so it was a, you were creating a representation of the stag there, was you? Yeah, no, no, the, 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 the wood that I picked, because it was a root. So when I was carving it, I saw the stag in it too. Right. So it came out and I started to, it's big in my flat. I said, wear it. It's one of my best. So for me, it's not a mask. It's not a mask. It's incarnate, mm -hmm. divine incarnate. So, so I've taken on the ancestors of this land, the indigenous ancestors there with me. Mm -hmm. Lovely, love it. So that's it. And also the other aspect you've just mentioned about the, the creativity and the expression and the following the inner impulse to create in different modalities and different art forms. And, you know, anyone who's seen Odie's art knows how dynamic it is and uh, that it does impact you. So did you want to talk a little bit about, before we move on to the continuum, about the research you're doing at Sussex University? Because I think it all ties in. Yes, I think that is very important because, like, uh, uh, my research is, uh, is um, I'm researching this artifact called a dolphin. This dolphin, the artifact became, came into existence. This three, triplicate came into existence in 1847. The one Jomboro presented as a present for Queen Victoria. But what I started to find out, it was an ideology, enlightenment ideology. And that was towards the end of slavery and the ideology of the Commonwealth and the empire. So, so that is how I termed this, um, I termed this um, triple lock system. So while I was doing this triple lock system, then I, have, I started to, to communicate with them to, um, to have, it's not like a dialogue, it's like a, a talk back and to understand what they are and what I am and 
And so I made some sculptures. I made this. Can you see this? You might have to lower it a bit. Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. So it's like a turntable and there's no light coming up. So, so that means because in my work, it's like a prayer. It's like a deep understanding and making wishes, uh, making your dream come true. So, and through my work, I start to understand I am the dreamer and the one that makes it come true too. I am mm. the God and the goddess. I am the child. I'm, I am the everything. So, so while I was doing this work then, so I bring the collective. So it has many eyes, many, many eyes. So, so having that many, many eyes is, is I'm wishing for people to come to know that later. So then I was doing social work and then 2020, then George Floyd. George Floyd and uh, I'm the symbol and the I'm the top I'm the toppling of Colston. So what surprised me? So it's only Colston they topple is an individual. So I start. Oh, why are you there looking at the person? What about the ideology? So the ideology is behind is 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 the plant. Mm -hmm. So the dolphin was there. So nobody. So when I saw that in the newspaper. And then, and then, and then I saw again, they had another black woman on top of that. I said, what are you trying to, to hide what is there? But again, it becomes a white artist who did all this kind of stuff. Then I said, no. And then something happened with University of Brighton. They said, they're going to put a PhD on and a PhD fellowship. And then I applied. I didn't get that. But again, no. Then I applied for student loan to do the PhD because it's already out there. Then, because... In that center where this one was made is where they have the cross of St. George. So within that cross of St. George, they have another symbol there of St. Michael. Mm -hmm. So it becomes Saint the night of St. Michael and St. George. So this night, this is a medal or honor given to the people who were very inhumane in the Commonwealth, like governors, like for example, the first governor general of Nigeria, Lord, Sir Lord Lugard. Mm -hmm. who wrote this book. We can't the see the title, but yeah. The Dual Mandate. And in his Dual Mandate, in his Dual Mandate, in his Dual Mandate. So can we, because I'm going to say that we've got a limited time here, Odi, so I really just wanted an overview of the continuum. Um, so, I beg your pardon, of your research. So uh, it's basically you just exploring this symbol, this symbologies and the impact that they're having on our psyches? On our psyche in the community, yes, and how, you know, that's all. Let me just kind of, as research gave us information, critical discovery and be more critical, we can enter that reality of critical consciousness. My research investigated the public silence and civic justification and it's over around the symbolism of the dolphin and other cross symbols like the Knight Commander of St. George and St. Michael. Mm -hmm. which is this one. Yes. Yeah. So as I understand that, these are all these things that are going on in me mm -hmm. that, yeah, then I will come to, I, I will come to the sixth sense because that is. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's what I wanted to, to tie it in because a lot of your work is about symbology and uh, how you can use symbology to impact others in a positive and a negative way. And I'd love us to do a separate interview on the research itself. But we're here today for the Sixth Sense Continuum. 
So I'm just going to break it down into the elements and ask you to speak to me a little bit about each. And you've got a, one of the pieces there. Is that the receptor that you've got there in the background? Yeah, this is the receptor. Yeah, this is the receptor. Okay. Let's see. This is so the tell receptor. us about the receptor. First, let's look at the making of the receptor. Then you can see, like, see this is like a head. It has eyes, it's turned. It has a mouth. You can see through the back. So then again, you can see like a long neck. Then you can see like a heart. And then again, you can see like, um, so so this is, it's not like, you can see. If you hold it up a little bit higher, Odie. Yeah. Yeah, thank yeah. you. So as you can look at it, the receptor becoming something like a satellite mm -hmm. that absorbs and receptor information. But what this one has is he has connection with the, with the, he's rooted with the, with the, with the, it's ageless. Mm -hmm. It's ageless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's timeless too. But at the same time, he can retrieve your consciousness where we are now. So when I start to to build it, so the receptor, so the receptor is a channel where which people can say about the five senses or or what we've learned about the five senses is a spectrum because with the eyes, there's the inner eye and the inner, 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 inner eye. The same with the ear. What do you see is ear, 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 ear. So all these things have effects in the body. Mm -hmm. How we and this things again depends on the environment we are in, how we schooled and what we've been told, and how all these things form who we are. And then, so so when I start to see this, then then making this, then I can actually talk to that thing. I can see each one. Like for example, when I recepted the dolphin, then then I absorb. This is the second stage. And what is that called? The absorber? The absorber. absorber. Okay. So, so we absorb all these things. So, so from that receptor, so we absorb, we hold them in our body with our own ancestors, all these ageless things. Then again, we we live with that and what again how we learn with the, from the environment and we respond to that. So this responding um, sometimes becomes it becomes ill for our own well-being. And sometimes again, we don't even know what is going on with us. We don't know who to believe or what is what and what. Is. And then again, when you have, when you, if you, if you're a black person, race, if you're a woman, if you're gay, if you're lesbian, I start to see, oh, it's okay. It's this kind of people who are imagine can actually, who have experienced something, can actually be able to awaken. Awakenness, a critical awakenness start to happen. So that absorber, then so so that is when this is the absorber that absorbs all this information. So within that, then you can see my little 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 thing. These are these are, I could see, I could I would call like traumas, but this trauma like a database. Mm -hmm. They're not, they're not bad, they trigger, they, they, they I wouldn't call it they are like they acti activators. Yeah, they hold energy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they hold energy, but it depends. You know, the, the energy they hold it depends on how you the, the the information you want to use to decode it. If you use a negative form, it become negative. Yes. If you use a positive form, it become. But you have to do each. When one realization come, yes. you have to be on one like the realization of the dolphin. So mm -hmm. how or uh, or the religion of the night, the night commander of St. George, for example. Because Good. the foundation of that, how I absorbed that, it really, it really brought up a lot of things in me. 
like the oppression I fa uh, face in, uh, in, in religion, in the tents of my ancestors, which have seen the light mm. of, 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 my, of our spirituality and our culture, and how through how I become a painter, there's reality and oneness in the universality of um, indigenous spirituality because I, I, I am able to tap to the indigenous energy in this land. And then I start to understand that, that spirits, energy, they haven't got like race, gender, they haven't got any discrimination, mm -hmm. um, that connection. So, so, so having that then, then I start to see, wow, everything is good. Mm -hmm. And so, so, so then, then you can see then I created a condenser. So now the awakening, mm -hmm. I've absorbed awakening, then I come to condensing. So condensing it, condensing it, condensing it becomes, wow, because we've been going clockwise, everything I've been, okay, I've been following the, then again in that, no, then again, I have problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, something say you're arguing too much because you want to know, it's like you, you're in a, a merry-go-round. Mm -hmm. So then the ancestors come to me again to remind me because I come from um, uh, a, a royal family. That royal family means that we have information of all the wars of slavery and all the things. So I start to see my ancestors uh, to come to me and, and they start to interpret our, our symbols and what we use in our rituals and what it really means and those things. So... So there they taught me about the anti-clockwise. So the anti-clockwise, because when... Is that when, the condenser there, or is that still the... Yeah, the condenser. This is oh, the is condenser. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The condenser. So you can see it's like the wall. So that means like the condenser, that, what that means like the wall, you've taken everything you've taken from the wall. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so within that now, that will come your agency. This is your realization. Mm -hmm. So in that, you start to go anti-clockwise. So the anti-clockwise, that anti-clockwise, this is the time. So from our king, it starts from six o'clock when the sun starts to set on the west. Mm -hmm. So the sunset is the beginning of another day. On a, so there's no, there's no darkness, mm -hmm. even when you're in dark. Do you understand? Not really. So like this, when the sun is setting, Mm -hmm. And darkness is coming in the west. Yes. And darkness yes. is coming in the east. Yes. Light is in the west. Yes. So that is when we start to go anti-clockwise. So anti-clockwise about being more critical. Mm -hmm. So 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 then, like the night commander of St. Michael and St. George, I start to research. So deep research because they can show me the symbol. And then I, all these things start coming to me. I don't need to look for them so far. They come to me. Mm -hmm. So what is, then, the next, uh, what is the next yeah. one? Then the next one, so this is the condenser. Mm -hmm. So, so it's each one. So when you condense, when you start to condense, then you start to, to transform. Mm -hmm. So this is the transformer. Yeah, this is the transformer. You can see, you can see it's moving. You can hear the sound. Mm. Yeah, so it's actually then you can feel like you actually you trans because everything hangs together. They're all in they're all in one piece, but you have to walk them through through the all each individual piece. But they I wouldn't say cyclical. 
parece a uh, life they are they are life they have their movement and life up and down middle mm. and it's not it's not linear that's what i'm trying yes, to say yes yes it's not linear so 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 this transformer you can see how heavy and how holy it is because it's very important mm -hmm. so when you're transforming you're transforming so what you transform you start to have when you're transforming you start to have this new realization so like i will let me just let me just um uh kind of free from the condensing so this may entail an anti-clockwise like I, I call it condensing, unorthodox analysis of information leading to a renewed awareness. So, but it's not something that you do in your head, I've done with the condensing, but that it, when you're doing, when you're condensing, you're at the same time transforming. Mm -hmm. It's not like everything you hope is, they're all alive. Everything when, feeds into each other. Yeah, so, yeah. So in that transformational stage, and as you're transforming, you start to communicate, to transmit. As you start to transmit, you can see this is a transmission. Mm -hmm. As you start to transmit, as you start to transmit, then you start to transmutate again because okay. you're talking to people. You have so what is, is this the transmission here? This is the transmutation. Um, so transmutation. You, when you're transmitting, when you're communicating with people now, you're learning, you're shaking yourself, you're like, oh, you, oh. So that means, so, so, so how I metaphorize that is kind of with a caterpillar becoming, uh, becoming a, you know, becoming a, a caterpillar, mm -hmm. you know, because you're transmitting, you're eating all the green, then suddenly you become a cocoon. <laughs> yeah. And then as you cocooned, as you cocooned, in that cocooned, and then, Nourishing, then again, you become because you've actually accepted who you are. Mm -hmm. And in that process, you know that you can change to something else. Yeah. You're not one person. You're also, you're not in charge. It's just happening. <laughs> no, you're not being in charge because you already know that you're not in charge. Mm -hmm. You just learning from the information that comes through you that you you fall into. That is where that, that vision of sight or the senses. So everything is awakening. You're becoming one. Absolutely. With the, with, the, with, the, with the energy. Yeah. So there's no separation. <laughs> yeah, so each aspect of the continuum is taking you on another level in a transformation and in a journey. They're all feeding into each other, but it's not happening linearly. They're all supporting your healing and growth. What's the yeah. next part? So then, so, so this transmission, so this, the transmission, the transmutation, uh, the transmutation happening, you know, becoming the, um, you know, becoming the, um, upon attaining the systems continuum, there's internal realization of the oneness of humanity. Mm -hmm. We are all one, and it takes two to tango. The Ubuntu philosophy that without you, I am not, becomes relevant, and there's a strong urge for change in one's behavior attitude. Mm -hmm. So because... You are you if you if you, you've, you've been awakening now. So, like, let's say now, for example, because things keep on happening. So now, so let's say now, you know, something gives you headache if you do this. Now you know, okay, wow, I won't be talking to that person that way. So I've learned that. So when that comes again, you already have the information within you. Mm -hmm. 
So you become aware, your awareness. Mm -hmm. So six sense help one to become more aware of what is coming and what is going. Mm -hmm. And that that awareness is constant. So, so in that, all these stages you will have to leave behind old ways and old relationships that no longer serve you. Mm -hmm. And look at old ways as a stepping stone that brings you to the new part of self. You will value and honor your humble beginnings and, and the lessons that set you free while looking back and seeing where you begin. You will then become humble and have faith and accept yourself while growing, while going through internal changes. You will explore your full potential. Um, patiently infuse a new life into yourself and community. So it's um because you can't do this alone because we are part of community, part of the environment, part of people, part of it opens you to the birds, to the animals, and all this and feeds you and how you understand this thing. So so from transmutation, it goes to the continuum again. So the continuum okay. So before you do that, I'm going to say we're going to need a part two, because basically Odie is now showing us and breaking down the seven elements. And uh, so we're going to do a part two. He's going to show us the continuum now, but then we're going to have to uh, have a new video where we look into it, how it practically impacts you as you move through the continuum. Now you understand the, the level of symbol. So in a couple of minutes, Odie, could you show us? If there's a symbol for the continuum, give us a. It is, but you know, like I was carrying things uh, that is yeah, the symbol. Mm -hmm. um, so you can see how I see this. Yeah. So what is what is telling to people is a life. What is coming is a life. Is continuum. That is the mm -hmm. continuum. So the continuum, the seasons continuum, propels the continuation of the past into the present, and vice versa. One of the hallmarks of freedom of self and community is living by values higher than average. Values such as ethical and aesthetic, the heroic, the humanitarian, and the altruistic. So we must nurture our spiritual values by consciously living a life that honors kindness, love, humility, and many things and beauty. It means continuously making choices that bring them to full in all areas of life. So it is, yeah, so 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 the continuum holds the awareness, holds the, holds the high awakening and continue walking through mm -hmm. what you accept, you absorb, you condense, you transform, you transmit, you transmutate. And sometimes again, they can go faster because if it's something you've accepted before, you've known how to, then again, it will come to you because you see it, it will come to you you feel it what you absorb. You will feel it in your tummy. Mm -hmm. You will feel it in your gut feeling, and that is when you start to awaken your goddess feeling. You know your 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 your, your energy, and that is what what they call it Kundalini. Um, okay, so I'm going to stop you there because that's it's exciting. So we're going to definitely have a part two where we go into the actual experience of working with the continuum and applying it to different aspects of our lives. But for now, we're just going to wrap up and say thank you, Odie, for part one. We'll do part two very shortly. And uh, thank you, listeners, uh, for tuning in. Say bye for now, Odie. Thank you, Eve. Thank you. All the best. Cheers.